Hey, hey, humans. Welcome to Building Blocks, a Web3 Twitter space turned podcast where we build ourselves up one block at a time. As we reflected on the past year, it became clear to us that our interests had outgrown our original name. So we changed it to better emphasize what drives us as hosts, the pursuit of knowledge, and then sharing that knowledge with anyone who is willing to listen. Looking ahead to the upcoming year, it's clear that the potential for Web3 technologies is vast. But with endless possibilities, it's difficult to pinpoint what exactly will be the next big meta. That's why we work through this together, to get a sense of what will float to the top and to enrich ourselves by finding genuine connections with one another. This episode is another cross-chain chat. We'll be discussing some of the key trends and developments from the past year, as well as what we can expect to see in the year ahead. Whether you're a seasoned Web3 enthusiast or just getting started, this is the perfect place to stay up to date on all things related to cryptocurrencies and NFTs. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. This will definitely be a space where you are welcome to talk. All you desire. Uh, just kind of reflecting on the past year, uh, thinking about you know perspectives as we walk into the holidays and maybe we interact with family members who just don't see things the same way we do. And of course, planning for next year because I've got I've got big plans I think for next year, and I'm I'm really excited to to talk about them. But yeah, no forest, tisk tisk, miho miho miho. What's up, miho? Hey, buddy. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Not sure what it time is. it is right now for you, but salutations. afternoon for me. Salutations from the Eastern Time Zone. There we go. Same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, any any child duties currently happening? Um, job duties. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to get some work done, and all of a sudden my computer bugged out, and a mm. big chunk of it right next to where my my profile picture is here. Uh, not on Twitter, but like on the computer, it, it bugged out, got pixelated, just had to restart it. So I'll I'll be I'll be in and out over here uh, from the conversation because I gotta. I got to make some calls. I got a big trip tomorrow going over to Dallas. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I was stuck in Dallas on Saturday. Mm, not not the worst place to be stuck at, in my opinion. No. No, it wasn't. I mean, I was only in the airport, so I don't know the difference. But <laughs> Yeah. Um, Texas is cool, man. Um, it, it's I've been there often, and I've been to uh, not all of the states, but I've been to a few of them. And it, it's a nice one. I, I enjoy the people, enjoy the food, enjoy the vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to be home regardless. It, being stuck in that weird purgatory that is the airport sometimes is uh, it's taxing occasionally. That is understandable, man. That is understandable. And uh, to me, what sucks is that my anniversary is two days from now. It's on Thursday. And, you know, I, I can't get I can't get my ass fired, so I, I gotta I gotta go to work. Yeah, sometimes that's how life plays. Yeah. yeah it, Hi, Forrest. It's like that sometimes. Hey, Vaki. Hey, Mijo. Mijo. I'm not sure, but uh, oh, you, you got to write on the second one. Howdy, howdy. Mijo. There you go. It's rhyming. Are you in Cincinnati yet, Forrest? I'm not. No, no. I'm going to Ohio. Cleveland. Ah, so you will never be yeah, in Cincinnati. Yeah, Got it. 
Maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe one day, but uh, not today, not tomorrow, not next week. I uh, was on another space to hop off, switch accounts, got the cross-chain chat, got the got the fam, Miho, we got Gr- Gratitude Mackie, we got OG Foamy, Final Ryan, and Suarez. I am so full of gratitude today, Forrest. I, I even I DM'd you, I tweeted about it. I feel, I don't know, I just feel like I'm vibrating on the right wavelength lately. It feels so fucking good. <laughs> That's the way it should be, you know. And and when you when you're riding that wave, I feel like you just feel so much better. You're you're more productive because you feel better. You know, people around you are going to be better and more productive because they're feeling better. You know, like there's nothing but good things from expressing and feeling that gratitude, right? Mm, mm. Preach, Mister Forrest. Preach. I I need more of this. I, I today was my gratitude journal day. So Tuesdays and Thursdays. So uh, I wrote some stuff down. Maybe that was just a good way to start the day and set all this up. Nice. Nice. Theo, how are you doing today? Are you feeling uh, full of gratitude as well? Me, myself? I, I, I always feel gratitude. I wouldn't say that's like my biggest emotion. But I, I am a firm believer of, of really feeling out your emotions. Um, and not bottling them in. So regardless of what it is, like <clears throat> make sure that you that you go through it, express it. If it's good, let it be good. If it's bad, you know, let it be bad and and, uh, and live it out. I feel like people don't talk about that, and it, it's for sure a stigma. Like amongst men, you know, everybody wants to be the the big macho man, and you know, not crying all that stuff. So the emotion that I'm feeling right now is like overwhelmed. And that is an emotion, but it's just because I got so much shit to do. That, that's why. Life is busy like that sometimes. It really is. Um, Fomi, Ryan, Suarez, Iceman, if you want to come up, we're just going to kind of talk about things from our own little blockchain perspectives. Uh, if you don't know Forrest, Forrest is major on AVAX and, and BNB, so he, he he might only be the outside perspective here today. <laughs> You are our cross-chain bridge. Well, Miho has multi-chain Miho in his, their name, you know? So that's it. I must not be the only one. They've got a Solana Utes PFP. Oh, duh, of course. Right? I'm such an idiot. Like, that's a, that's a big one. I'm such an idiot. My brain's just... While my gratitude is high, my brain is just slugging through. It's weird that somehow my brain has convinced me that Utes is an ETH project. That's very strange. Maybe it's because they've gotten that uh, recognition beyond the chain, you know, and and ETH still holds such a big place in our minds when it comes to, you know, big blue chip projects across any ecosystem. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Don't want to speak for you, but I I could see where you're coming from. It's a good assessment, honestly. Uh, it It sounds pretty accurate. Foamy, what's up, brother? I love this the rainbow foamy branded background over the 3D IF. Yo, what's up? How you feeling today, man? Feeling good. Still at work, so I'm probably gonna be in and out. Um, I appreciate the tweet, Mackie. Always, always, I'll always shout out foamy. 
Well, let's hop, I mean, let's hop into it, you know, what's, uh, what's been going on? I'd love to hear about, you know, how the vibe has been on, uh, on <laughs> Solana with Miho, what uh, the community of youths are feeling, how, how people are going, and uh, even uh, Karkayus. I'm wondering, is that also a Solana project or is that on ETH or, or what's going on? So <clears throat> from, from my, um, my perspective, right? Like perspectives are different when you're inside, outside a project and how involved you are. Uh, you'd seem to be one of the most active ones right now on the blockchain. Um, and that comes and goes, but they, they have the, the strength in numbers, right? There's 15,000 nudes. There's about 12,000 minted and the D gods are counted within the youths family as well a lot of them are holders but a lot of them might hold one so it, it's really like a big scope um and i i got solana was like my second chain that i got into and then i kind of got like away from it as the price of solana went up and up and up and um i recently got like back into it i think the first project me dipping my foot was liberty square it was, uh, I forget which one, the secondary collection. Um, I didn't mint, but I bought, unre I bought Unrevealed, about three of them. And I got I got one very rare, one medium rarity, and one like, you know, slightly above floor. Um, and I had my iron nudes for, for a while, but at first I wasn't really a huge fan of like the whole um, Uteless sort of thing. Because um, I, I just don't like... I don't like to be excluded, right? And and I didn't even apply. I was like, nah, they're not going to accept me, so I'm not even going to do it. But the more that I saw from, like, the outside in, the good vibes, the awesome marketing from, like, the team leads, but also the holders, and, and just overall how they operate, they kind of won me over. So when the FTX thing happened, Solana took a big dump. People were saying that Solana was going to go to like four or seven dollars. Now, obviously, you know there was a lot of people that wanted it to go to that price, and they had they had leverage trades on the other side, so they wanted to get money, or they just wanted to buy it really cheap, right? So I'm like, yeah, perfect, let's do it. And that youths went from being listed at like at a hundred and something Solana to eighty, to that day the lowest they went to was thirty nine, and I didn't. I, I, I was like, it, if only it would have happened on like Friday when I got paid, I would have stocked up and bought like three of them. But um, I didn't want to make any moves. I didn't want to floor anything. Even though like now I think back, I'm like, damn, I should have sold a couple of Ethereum things, moved around some money. Um, so I, I waited, and by the time I waited, like the floor kind of doubled. It went from forty to like seventy something. Um, and I and I'm usually like a like a floor hunter or slightly above floor, but I said, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and like I'm gonna treat myself and I'm gonna get myself something nice. I'm gonna get myself something like way above floor that I that I really like. Um, and it was probably the best decision I've made because like I just love my PFP. And even though right now it's probably worth like I don't know anywhere between like four to six thousand dollars depending on the buyer. Um, I just really buy about it, man. You know, I, I like things that are very family friendly. Um, the halo reminds me of my grandma. The, I, I like P 
pink colored stuff, like whether it's shirts or whatever it might be. And I just think it's like, it's very friendly to the eye, you know, it goes with like maybe the vibes that I want to be perceived that just like a, Hey, look at me. I'm cool. I'm chill. Um, not aggressive or nothing. So, uh, I, I kind of shot myself in the foot. I wish I would have gotten myself like a couple of them, two or three of them out floor. So I, I could have flipped them and made money. Um, and now I'm just thinking, you know, well, fuck it. Let's just build a brand around it. Like, let this be, let this be my brand. Let this be my, my PFP that, um, that I rock with, you know, and like, if I do need the money, the liquidity, well, I'll, I'll make the, I'll make the sale and, and, and it'll happen. Um, but honestly, like, God, I went back into Ethereum this morning. I was trying to sell some stuff and I have a pretty new wallet and somehow it has, it has that thing that it says, please, here confirm you know the, the little bit of water drainer where you click it and it, and it takes a dollar and then it takes two dollars and and then metamask like i was trying to get in yesterday to look at some stuff and um i can't say i'm over it like there's still a lot of projects there that i want but oh god it's just the headache of gas fees the headache of like all these hacks because of how metamask is and it, metamask being like the main wallet that people use Phantom Wallet is so much better, and they're gonna be, um, they're gonna be in EVM, so that they're gonna have um, Ethereum attached to it, and you'll be able to buy full-on Ethereum NFTs, and, uh, and I just can't wait. Like, hopefully that'll help things out. Maybe they'll include an L2 in there through Polygon, um, mediate gas fees, and um, trading is so much easier on Solana. Because right now, like, you know, it may have pumped a little bit, but it's still so cheaply priced. Um, and yesterday, I, I kind of fat fingered a transaction, like Pops knows. I think Final Ryan probably already, he saw the DMs. Um, I was I was upgrading my Klanosaurs. And um, I clicked on the one that I wanted. For some reason, I clicked out of it because I, I wanted to see, like, how the whole zero half or full royalty thing works out and i just i clicked out of it and then i clicked on another one and i clicked on the other one not realizing that like that one was the one that was set for me to buy and i clicked buy and i missed i, I fat finger like about five or six alana um and that hurt me and i'm still thinking about it i'm still a little butt hurt but then i'm you know at least it wasn't solana at 250 dollars that would have really hurt me. Um, but man, if I don't know if you guys have seen how the charts are, the pro mode on Magic Eden and on Hyperspace XYC, it, it, it tells you listings, it tells you the relatively relative strength index, um, and it tells you floor. So it's really easy. Like even if you're not a good trader in terms of TI, like um, or TA TI the rapper. Um, in terms of TA, like it's it's so it's so easy, so intuitive to to read. So uh, I do have projects. I got bags everywhere, you know, mostly between Ethereum, Solana, and Crypto.com NFT. So Carcase is a project that I'm an ambassador for on Crypto.com NFT, 
the the artist and project lead is Jesse Smith, who is uh, a two time finalist. I forget the um, God. I'm, I'm blanking out on Ink Masters. He was there on season two and season seven, and he's just one of those guys that like you you just love. Everybody loves. He's so cool. Um, he hops on spaces, talks to everybody. You know, he he'll a couple of people that are that are in the community from the beginning. Like he'll call you, he'll DM you, he'll check up on you and stuff. And you know, he really wants like the best for people. Um, but now Crypto.com is one of the the. There's more volume on ADA. There's more volume in VeChain, and and everywhere that there is on Crypto.com because the backend dev technology it's it's literally non-existent. So they kind of, uh, they, they hampered the growth of their biggest projects. Um, at this one, like, I'm pretty good friends with, like, all the main founders and stuff. Um, oh, I appreciate you putting that up there. Yeah, his, his thing works as, like, every NFT from, like, the last drop is um, more or less like a raffle ticket for different tiers of, like, things that you can win. But also, if you get the whole collection, you'll also be able to get um, a canvas, like a canvas print. And the canvas print has, like, different rarities. And on top of that, you're in the running for, like, raffles to pretty much any, like, tattoo artist. Um, either him or any, any tattoo artist uh, related to him. It, 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 it really hurts me, you know, when, like, you have people that are like legit kind-hearted that are like good people and have the best of intentions um, and their projects don't get that spotlight because of the chain that they're on or because of, you know, the way that the technology works out for them. So I love it. I'm always going to write for him. Like he was one of the people that first believed in me um, in Web3. And, and I told him like, hey, regardless of who I'm talking to, who I advise or anything like that, like I, I'm, I'm always going to, you know, rep you and like you, you will be there. Like if I can get in the door, like you're gonna be there right beside me. Um so yeah, that that's my little spiegel about multi chains where I'm at. Parquet. You are all <laughs> over all the chains, dude. I had no idea. Uh I really liked yeah. you talking about your PFP though. Uh and I do want to tell you that when I have looked at you I've looked at those last supper glasses. And just like hearing you speak about it and how it represents you is really cool. I think Foamy can probably relate to that. If you ever want a, a Foamy of your you, wink, wink. This is my plug for Foamy. <laughs> Always. He creates these, like, you tell him, Foamy. You're here. You're, you can talk. Yeah, so I basically make these, uh, kind of like these foam figures made out of uh, foam. And they feature, like, different layers and stuff to uh, to make them look like 3D. I haven't done a Utes yet, though, but that would be pretty dope. The artwork is really clean, I, I gotta say. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea for you, Fomi, as well, because it seems like they have a pretty strong and active community, you know, so to get a, a retweet from them or, or Frank or something like that could be uh, could be big for you and, and the brand, you know, and help. Maybe you could get a deal signed with them and they could uh, print some out for holders or whatever it is. You know, those are big opportunities. I've seen Macanet grow his account so well recently just by working with big accounts, right, and creating audiograms for them. 
So I think you've you've gotten some great exposure in the past, right? For creating foamies and getting those big retweets. Yeah, a couple of them. I I totally agree with you though. I sh- I should make a youth and try to try to tap into that community. Use that old uh, bull run energy when you were making them for everything that was about to moon. Oh man, that was crazy. How how you been loving your three uh, D friend? I saw a little bit of volume picked up on those. I think today, what's been going on in that world? Yeah, it uh, has the floor gone up. I, the last I checked, I think they were like point four five or so. I'm not really sure if it's gone up, but uh... I, maybe I'm mistaken. But when I checked today, I I think maybe or last night I was just looking at the trending or top, I thought I saw a 0.7 floor, but maybe maybe I'm off. Maybe it was 0.6. Didn't seem to be 0.45, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's 0.7, that's awesome. But, uh, you know, I mean, the price of Invisible Friends has also gone down. I think I, ch- I checked, it was like 1.99. But uh, I, think, I, I think it's going to go up once people start seeing more, like, Garbage Friends like posts and stuff, you know, FOMO. We'll see. Yeah. Those, those, uh, those moments definitely do create some different price actions, right? Um, Pops, what's up? How you doing? How many chains are you wearing today? (laughs) Just the chains around my wrist. I've broken brother. (laughs) No, (laughs) Uh, how you doing, Forrest? How you doing? <laughs> I, uh, holy shit, boys. Today's just been a trip, but I'm glad I, I got in here at this time. Uh, I was listening to uh, the homie Mio talk about the Utes. I, I want, I want like just like a quick download. I want a Utes. Uh, I think Miho, Mackie, Forrest, you guys know I'm a big fan of uh, Frank and uh, the DGen, uh, D God's team over there. Like, what's the easiest way? I have five souls that I bought at the high. So when you said at least it wasn't at 250, that's exactly when I entered. I have five souls of that. I have a phantom wallet. How many steps do I need to do to get a use? This sounds like you're going to have to convert something <laughs> into soul to get yourself some more soul. Oh, so, yeah. so, if, so that's, if you would have had an USDC, sure. you would have been good because that would have been it right there. That would have been all you needed probably. Um, 250 times five yeah that, that would have bought it for you uh, yeah i i know that i need more to top up but like i've never bought or minted anything on um from my phantom wallet so. i mean it's pretty easy i i think i could help out you just need to send Saul from you know an exchange or either bridge it over i don't know what bridges are going now i used to use wormhole but i feel like that might have gone under but Mio, maybe you could explain more yeah i I would actually i would stack up a little bit and um more or less give it maybe like three or four months they're gonna have d god season three which is gonna be i think the d goddesses the female version um but a lot of a lot of people that are holding both youth and d gods they're going to be able to mint that. So once you have an airdrop, usually the price of like the, you know, the prior um, collections, it, it drops. I'm not sure if it's going to drop exponentially. I'm not sure if it's going to drop at all. Oh, wait, hold on. Work over here. BRB. 
Sounds like a similar situation to what we saw or have seen with other projects like Invisible Friends, right? You know, that pre-mint hype. Okay, what am I going to (laughs) get? I remember, and Mackinac would remember this really well, probably Foamy as well. But uh, there was a couple other projects in the Invisible Friends universe. One of them is called Mood Rollers. And uh, right before the Invisible Friends dropped, those things pumped to like about a three, maybe even 3.5 ETH floor because they knew, people knew if they held a certain amount of them, like four, maybe three or more, they would be guaranteed a whitelist spot for Invisible Friends. Well, as soon as that list came out, those bad boys dropped from like three to like 0.5 in a matter of days like maybe even one day it was crazy it was crazy 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 same thing happened with slim hoods right there are other collection slim hoods and mood rollers i minted mood rollers and i exited on that pump um but yeah nice what is okay so what is my minted too oh nice nice like uh what is everyone's philosophy i don't know if this is the conversation i'm just in like this uh little uh groove right now but like i'm kind of into my strategy now is genesis project and not really second or third collections thoughts yeah i think it's all about finding that hot potato now and finding what's new and fresh and that's that's going to be the thing that gets people excited i'm also really interested in this idea of uh yeah buying these projects that have a, a burn token because there's always going to be like a ton of degens in the space that are willing to gamble on that, you know, let's say U2 or whatever it is. I think we even briefly talked about this in our last squad space. And I was talking about it with Mackinac about the lunchboxes, which is a collection created by Pablo and the people over at Bueno and all of them. And you could see that those things have pumped from point maybe 11, point one last week to about a 0.2 floor you know and that again comes down to this burn mechanism right people are swapping in the lunch boxes that have absolutely no rarity you know like nothing's going on with them but as the supply shrinks and people want to get that legendary one of one from that collection well those things are going to go up in value. So that, I think that's a pretty consistently strong play as long as there's enough hype and demand and, and just general interest on the project. What do you guys think? Oh, I have, I have a thing to say. Uh, one, I think this is kind of in, in line with planning in the space, right? But the, the whole hot potato thing it's, and this burn mechanism, we're basically becoming the vendors of a scratch-off lotto ticket. And then I think getting out would have to be timed like the game show deal or no deal where you see like the values that are left on the table and you, you, you call the banker and they give you a number and you, you have to time that right. So it is a, a dangerous game, I think. You are very uh, DJ still, Forrest. You're, you're totally correct. So I have an experience in that. So I, um, I don't know if you guys know uh, a project called Alien Friends that launched about a year ago. It was, it was during like, Definitely. the... Right? So, so I was a maxi. I minted 10 held on to six uh, Genesis, got airdrop, uh, six incubators, right? 
So they reached the whole collection reached a, a four uh, ETH high at this high, right during the bull. Um, uh, but Mackie, I think we've talked about this. I'm a collector, so I like to like that whole like amusement park roller coaster. I, I got I got my tickets, I got my tokens, I sold a couple to make some profit so I can do other plays, but I held on largely to everything. I got an airdrop, a full send airdrop as well from being a holder. That was a 10k collection. So six incubators when they drop, uh, pump to 0.4. I didn't flip them at all. So coming to this uh, this past month, I'm like, I need I need to stack some ETH. I'm going to finally sell these. So I flip uh, four for uh, 0.15. They make one announcement 48 uh, hours later. These incubators that the collection, I believe, was 12,000. Let me see here. How many did they give up? Anyways, it was high. It was about 10,000. They are now sitting at 0.295 because it's like you said, it's speculation. It's a gamble. It's a lottery ticket. They, they, they put out a tweet. Other corporate is like, anyone still holding on to incubators? That's it. Right? So then the floor was just lava, got gobbled up. Uh, so I definitely uh, have experience in that. And it took a year for it to come back to the near all time high. So that's the wild. speculation. Wild, right? Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> it's like uh, it's like you know you have this collector's item all of a sudden that you didn't know you had forty eight hours beforehand when you sold it. Well, okay, another part of the ecosystem. I got this free airdrop last year, full send uh, with Alien Friends collab, all time high, two ETH when it dropped. Did uh, did uh, pops uh, flip it? Nope. Held it, revealed it. Um, got a middle uh, middle rare, which was fine. I was just like 10k full send. It's a known entity in this space and Web two. Just hold on to it. I finally decide. Okay, since you're free, literally free, no gas fees, no whatever. I'm gonna flip you for 0.5. The floor at that time was 0.35. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Don't look back. <laughs> I shit you not. The floor today is 2.1. <laughs> I sold this a week ago. <laughs> you you looked back. You look back. Hey, you shouldn't have done it. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm back, pops. And, and let me tell you that um, it, it happens. I, you know, I, I, I talk to a couple people here and there and give them a bit of trading and alpha advice. And look, look at my buddy Sailor over here with the with the crying eyes emoji, the laughing face. So he's also looking to get in, into the the. Well, he has a Utes already, so he's looking to get a second one or to get a D gods, and. Um, the the tokenomics and the hypes are it, 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 it shit don't make sense i'll be honest with you because the original alien friends right now their floor is like 0.2 right and you're talking about the one that you got being an airdrop yes it absolutely is an airdrop um so my buddy got it he bought into both the metacard he bought into the alien friends sort of stacking up and i i, I don't i want to say he got in at 0.2 which is fairly priced um, and it went from, you know, 0.2 to 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.8. I think he sold it when it was like 1 point something. Floor must have been like 1.2, 1.3 or something like that. Not even that long ago. I, I'm pretty sure it was like three or four days ago. But then, yeah, then we were talking about, um, we were talking about the collection yesterday. I think we were like on the phone and texting. And and then yeah, he he did tell me that like, hey, it's two point something, and and I felt so bad because the whole time I was like, bro, sell, 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 like sell, take profits, take profits, 
Um, and, and you know what the worst thing is? Is that he knows my name. He's got my phone number. He knows how my face looks. And the dude is a sailor. He has seen war. So now I live fucking looking over my shoulder. Um, I mean, he's here in spaces. He shows up. Um, yeah, it, it, it's rough out. I am worried that um, I'm, I might get, I might get uh, you know what they say. And um, he's either going to take my wife, my daughter, or... <laughs> I'm not bumping into spaces to stalk you. <laughs> That's what somebody who's going to kill me would say. <laughs> Mijo, Mijo, look outside your window, bro, right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a crypto, man. Did you... Uh... <laughs> How creepy would that be? Just because I'm sending you uh, air airdrops for stocking stuffers this Christmas doesn't mean anything. Not not Actually, not airdrops, would... are they? Yeah, those uh, those Apple drops, those those keys. Oh, they the airdrops in a different yeah. context. <laughs> I, I see what you mean. Oh, the key tags. I would really like. Yeah, a, I'm sending you key tags. I would really too. like a a crypto dad like Christmas inflatable. I think those would be really nice, and they're the right shape that that would make an awesome inflatable. So if they don't have any yet, let them know. Like we need some for next year. All you gotta do is just speak an idea into existence, and you know we're gonna try it. Um, because they're, they, I think, uh, I think they've tried everything, at least once. I mean, you know, there's uh, there's probably more failures than successes in in that in that project, but it's fun. I love that they keep on trying, though, and I love that that they're so consistent. They don't give up. You know the community is taking over. Why don't, why don't you introduce yourself? Um, besides the man that's going to kill me at some point. No, I'm not. Just talk a little, uh, talk a little bit about your projects. When I, when I text you, just make sure your messages aren't read. Um, no, what's up, everybody? I'm, I'm Sailor. Um, Dgen. I get, was this in a, a Dgen anonymous room? Uh, it can be, yeah. yeah. It definitely can be. I think I'm in the right right spot. I don't know. I'm glad you guys are talking about the cross chain chat because uh, I do stuff on Crypto.com, Soul, and and ETH, um, and even ventured a couple of collectibles on VV uh, and seen all that stuff. Right, the hype leading up into projects, the airdrop, cool airdrop gets announced. You didn't get the the scratch off. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about the Crypto Dads because that's kind of a unique project where the one of the, the original founders rugged the project uh, roughly five months into it. And then the co-founder was left carrying it and, and trying everything and then um, eventually sold out the project to the five most loyal holders with, within that NFT project. So they split their royalties up um, 20% between the, the five of them. Um and it's kind of, kind of a unique concept to see where that goes. And it just picked up the ball on, on some of the executable stuff in the roadmap. So it's a, it's a fun degen. It's a fun uh, underdog story. Why, why I keep the, the crypto dads on the radar. Uh, and and just the, the diamond heads and the iron guts of having something that was worth four to five ETH at one time down to, uh, I think you probably pick one up for, a hundred bucks today. Um, let's see how that story goes. Hey, sailor man, nice to meet you. Um, just, I think I speak on behalf of everyone here that uh, after what Miho said and the story, if it's true, 
Um, death seems a little bit extreme, extreme, but like a broken limb, I think it's totally acceptable, right? We can agree on that, everybody. Let's see some reactions, emojis, thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to put thumbs down because he, he's going to break them. What's sad is uh, the deepest rug burns are from your your friends, right? Uh, deepest cuts for sure. Not the face though. That's where Miho earns a majority of his salaries, so the face is off limits. But um, wrists, knuckles, toes, right? In play. Miho, comments. Mm, let's just fight it out, and um, we'll just have. I guess. <laughs> I, I, I guess uh, you you take the first couple of shots, and uh, you, you'll let you do some body shots. Not that's the handicap. No, no, no. Well, just start with body shots. You know, punch at the liver. You can, you can kick at my chest and all that stuff. We'll go karate style. Um, point fight, like you guys, Wonder Boy Thompson and Holland. You uh, can take body shots off of each other instead. Okay. Uh, wow, that went. Uh, that went okay. Way one eighty. We'll, we'll go. We'll Load them up. Go to Costa Mel, Things Mexico, are getting freaky. And, yeah, but. No, I mean, I'm not against it. If that's where we're going, would it be the first time? It'd be the yeah, first time we do it, but whatever. You know, you know how vodka's filtered six times. That's the seventh. Time. <laughs> uh, uh, I, don't, I, wanna... I don't know who's ever done a, an ice luge shot, but uh... similar, similar for sure. Similar, but you know, uh, I, I wanted uh, to bring you back a little bit. It was funny because Pops was talking about alien friends, right? And you know, back in the day, I also minted a bunch, a couple of. Uh, of Coolman's universe. And I feel like Coolman's and Aliens kind of dropped at the same time. Felt like, you know, kind of similar art in many ways. And it felt like there was a bit of friendly rivalry. And uh, I loved Coolman's. And I was super bullish on the project, too. Like this guy, the founder, is such a cool, fun, groovy dude, it felt like. And he already had like a million plus followers on Instagram. It ended up doing like pretty well at the time because of the bull market. But then from there, it just went downhill. And then they dropped finally the second collection. Everything seemed to go wrong with that second one. They, they, hold, they messed up the, the Ponzi-nomics in so many ways that it devalued the main collection as well. And uh, that was something that was pretty surprising and pretty disappointing in many ways but i was wondering if you guys had ever looked at that project at all or or what were your thoughts on Yo, what went yeah. wrong you know like and and how did that team you know miss the opportunity to execute properly on that uh on that kind of secondary collection i was in forest i was in a, a server with some homies and so some of us went alien friends some of us went uh, coolman someone us uh, some of us went to uh was it lemon uh, lemon or something. Yeah, there's like lemon heads or something. I yeah, think lemon right. friends. Lemon friends maybe. was it? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, there Hilarious. was a, a slice of time where there was like this quick, simple flight, cutesy two D art, and there was I remember there was like ten or twelve of them, right? But Coolmans and Alien Friends were always like neck and neck for pumps, and so we were watching it like diligently too. From from my understanding. Um, what they were really banking on was Coleman's Dan was supposed to have a, uh, a series, right? And every time we, we were tracking it, right? And every time he wanted it to pump or it, uh, he would, he would like tweet out, it's like heading into a big meeting with Disney, no details. So it would pump, 
right? And then after a while, like you said, the second collection, the baby's collections was like massive. I think it's 20, 20 Gs, right? Or something crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, at least at least 15. But yeah, I think it was 20. It's just way too big right? for the time. And it only like minted half, like half the people didn't even mint them. Um, anyways, so I think after a while, um, all my friends exited. And I'm literally the only one out of my group that's still holding alien friends. I still have five. I have incubators. I have their second collection, mostly because this team is so professional in my estimation. Like they have delivered, they have just done certain things that I really respect as like a, a founder and a project and a, and a member as well. Like one of the first things they did was um, uh, remember the time where if your mint was hype, your server was going to get hacked social engineering or whatever they were going to add some sort of draining link somewhere and about two percent of the community uh got drained so that happened to alien friends during mint day and so a bunch of people got drained they out of the gate they're like listen it's on us it's our server uh of course you guys are adults but it, it happened in our server on our watch our bad they covered everyone they even bought some of the tokens back that they lost and airdropped it to them. So all in all, they spent 300K US. And it was like, within hours of this happening, they made the announcement. A week later, they did the audit. They verified, uh, got all the scammers and the bots and all this stuff, and they completed it, right? Just from like out of the gate, I was just like, holy shit, there's some like... Uh, moral compass here to this team right because they're young guys it's an artist and a couple of homies and an mc like it's not like business suit guys that we're all screaming for now it's like web 2 needs more corporate structure more people with like a business sense in it which is true i do think so these guys were like just regular homies who had a vision for what they wanted to do but also had the moral compass like so and so that's why i can't fade that project Right. Also, because they've they've able to be able to keep their um, uh, floor price really well, so that always helps. Anyways, uh, I kind of rambled on. I, uh, OG, you had your hand up for the longest time, so uh, sorry. No, no worries, man. Uh, I was just gonna say that Coleman's is like probably my number one bag that I'm like just sad overall holding, man. Because I also thought that project was gonna was gonna be like a long term hold. And like I bought like two more off secondary. I think, I think the last one I bought for like three thousand bucks. Yeah, I, I I don't know what happened there, man. Yeah, I remember buying even one like a little while ago at like point seven, and I was just uh, just too bad. But I I don't know. It's kind of coming back to the topic we were gonna say before, and maybe Sailor, you wanna jump in and, and talk about what you had thoughts on over there and uh just for genesis collections like um like i'm in the, in the lazy lions uh we could talk about that one and then we saw the same thing with the cub drop um and then the trait because i'm not gonna say they're one of the first ones to um take a collection and then do sub collections within the traits because I know it's been going on for a while, but they were the more, probably the more prominent ones with like the lazy hats. Uh, and what what you what you kind of see with the with the trait sub dows or the or the in the collection is you get a lopsided floor price. 
um, and you get values within the collection that sometimes it doesn't doesn't necessarily do good. Um, only for that select few that manage to scoop up the bag on on a certain trait. I, I want to talk about this so bad. It's uh, I'm a trait maxi, uh, invisible friends vibes trait. I got lucky. I minted one. I bought another one. Got raked over the coals on it. Uh, it's not worth much less. But but there's these projects that, and I heard somebody talk about this earlier today in a space where we just can't bear to let them go to zero. Mine is whiskers. I cannot stand the idea of whiskers going to zero. I am so bullish on Rico, so bullish on what they're doing, and it's like. 0.01 floor and it's like ah and i minted one and flipped one right away because i knew that that was that was one to sell it was mint flip and it was and, that, and that's always the case and it's just uh i was so so confident uh with invisible friends that that wasn't going to be the case there and it, and it and it totally was there too even with 3d friends i end up selling my 3d friends right up, right out of the gate for me uh and and it worked out really well for me uh making up some of the uh the losses that i've had over the past year uh but that said i do want to echo again my sentiment earlier i'm really still extremely grateful for for you know even these l's because they've all taught me something they've all uh pushed me in this direction like i am here now talking to you commiserating because of these l's right and and in that way we're getting closer together and it's interesting i just i i'm here for it a hundred percent. I heard a term during this bear that I just absolutely adore and love. And it's like, we say that we're building community, but it's just trauma bonding is what we've done for the last four months. I was just like, oh my God, that's exactly what it is, right? And, and the other thing that I, I, I always want to extract from anything is like the complete experience. So I had like this fictitious like bingo card, right? I'm just like, you got to stamp all these experiences, I bought into rugs. I bought into fake collections. Um, I think I've done everything, like hit, hit huge home runs, but I haven't been drained yet. Of course, I'm jinxing myself because it's probably going to happen in the next 12 hours. But I'm like, I want the full experience in this space, right? Obviously, the drain is stupid, but I'm like, I wouldn't be mad at it because it's kind of like you said, it all leads us down a certain path, right? Like the last month has been my most fun month of... Uh, Web3, right? I, I barely made any money. I haven't lost a ton. Maybe that helps too. But like meeting so many new people in the last month has really, really um, kind of fortified my belief in this whole kind of ecosystem, this weird, wacky world we're in. I can echo all of that too. It's It really has been the most fun month of my Web3 experience so far this past one. I think... Sarah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Like leading leading into this, I think the the thing that's pissed me off the most um, is uh, out of out of like the small group of, of friends and the small group of communities that you that you bond with and and you were kind of doing the bear market with, um, you get luck loyalty, uh, and I'll explain. It's because as soon as somebody mints either a legendary or gets uh, gets a bag of of, uh, of a project and they're starting to see the gains. Uh, com- completely abandons, and then they always find their way back to the the core Genesis collection, uh, which they started and got their their roots from. Um, good and bad, right? Because it's funny because they all always circle back around 
to the the true OGs and the ones that they were were grinding and making it with. Um, but I think that's when the the emotions come, right? And, and I mean, we're all I guess I think we're all kind of guilty of it. Um, we all if you if you meant that one of one legendary or get five or get a bag, now you're now you're loyal to that, um, which sucks, but. I think that's why those those core Genesis NFT projects that you guys are talking about are so important because that's where you kind of you grow up in the NFT space and that's kind of your first love. Um, and I think that's kind of why we all come back to them. Yeah. And, and holding that bag to zero is like how you learn. Right. And, uh, you know, this this full cycle is really my first full cycle in crypto and I had a friend who had been in crypto like for maybe two, three cycles. And he said the last time he had made, you know, whatever, 100, 200K, something along those lines. And he basically held everything down to like 2K or maybe 1K, you know, because all the alts just dropped like 99%. And so I was with him in Mexico when my girlfriend and I minted Invisible Friends. And he's like, bro, you got to sell this right now. He's like, you're telling me you're holding this NFT that's worth 30K and you're not selling it? And I'm like, no, I'm not worried. You know, like, I'm not worried. Just chilling, just chilling, whatever. It's okay. Now it's revealed. I didn't get that 101. It's it's going from like 10 E floor to 8 to 7 to 6. And it just started to freak out. And I started to realize, okay. ETH is also dumping, it, it's not going to go up. You know, people think that sometimes the ETH price will match the dollar price. But no, you're going to get a double dump. You know, you get the, you get the ETH going down, you get the, the value of the NFT going down as well because people are scared. And uh, yeah, so finally we were able to get out at like a decent range around like three ETH which definitely wasn't that 30k but yeah like i think you need those experiences and that group trauma right that you said we're going through and experiencing right now because this is going to inevitably make us stronger for the next one and it's taught me a lot of lessons like we minted the uh the tim ferris project and that i just dumped right away even though i'm the biggest tim ferris fanboy like he's single-handedly had one of the biggest influences on my life because I've listened to that podcast so many times, but I just had to dump it right away. Cause I just know, you know, we're playing this game, of hot potato, people like it for a second and then they don't care or it reveals and then boom, it drops like 50%. Like how many collections have you seen that don't drop like crazy right after reveal? It's very rare, especially in this market, right? The only one that in um, recent memory during this market was, I think, Renga pumped after Reveal uh, and their black boxes. But like uh, in the bull, there's a few projects uh, that I, I bought into and flipped thinking I was I was trying to be like strategic and uh, not uh, not uh, overconfident um, or do my MO because I, I love minting and thinking that the algorithm, the generative code will mint me something unique that I will like. And I usually do. So I want to see the reveal. That's my problem. Or not a problem. That's my fix, right? And But then I had a bunch of friends who were like, 
they went through a cycle. They were yelling in my ear because most of the things you minted back then was like minimum 0.8, right? If it was like a 0.04 or whatever, they're just like, just flimp, flip it, and then buy back in if you like the project, right? And then when a couple of times that I, I did that, the projects would pump during the bull, right? So it's one of those things, uh, another data point. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> so many lessons. That's it. That's the way to look at it. What do you guys know about uh, Valhalla? Because that's been a project that I've, I've heard a little bit about. And then I saw it kind of chilling maybe last week with a Tim Ferriss hype going on. It looked like it dropped a little. It, it was around 0.6. Maybe now it's at like a 1 e floor. now. Yeah, what's what's the dealio? Can you give this, me a rundown? This is the four one one that I know because I was tracking that project as well. Uh, but if anyone knows uh, for sure, jump in because I feel like I've been talking a lot. Um, so just uh, step all over me if uh, I'm wrong. Um, so Valhalla is a um, it comes from like a pretty um, stable uh, uh, team that's executed in Web two. They um, they tell that they're VC funded. And what they're trying to do is essentially is the long vision is they're building like a gaming platform of sorts that has an entertainment hook that will rival Twitch, right? That's the kind of gist of it. But they had a lot of drama in the beginning and there was also legal action where they were taking it on on Twitter, showing receipts of texts where the initial artists and the core team of operators just had some sort of negotiations where we've seen it in the past, right? Negotiate, you sign the dial line, then you started hearing the hype, and then people want to come back to the table is what I kind of gathered. Uh, I'm pretty like on the fence about this uh, project. I have uh, uh, no kind of uh, exposure to it other than um, what I've seen. And so that other artist started another project called 1984. I don't know if anyone knows about that project. So the art of these two are very similar. 1984 was... A brand, I would say. I don't know what their actual platform well, or vision is. Well, that's, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because 1984 revealed before Valhalla. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how it's doing. No, it's not doing good. Yeah. I've minted two of those. <clears throat> yeah. And so the other the pit um, for us is that uh, now there's rumors that um, either... Either the team is sweeping to create this uh, elevated floor or there's a basic connection project, but it is now, it went from like a, it was a 0.5 mint uh, during the application meta. Uh, I knew a lot of friends that's uh, really, really uh, made up, right? Like they made uh, 2X on it. And then uh, uh, it dumped to about 0.6, 0.5, but it always recovered. Like things were just getting gobbled, right? And so the conspiracy theorists in the space think it's like manipulated, but what isn't in the space really? Like what's the actual like organic and, here? And and that's the thing is with with Conde, and he recruited uh, Casey Nesit Nesbit Nesit Nesit. Sorry, Casey Nesit. Eisenstadt, the YouTuber. The Casey Nesit. So he's the one that does the unboxing, and he's got a huge the YouTuber. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Five, Five million, ten million people on YouTube, um, and Conde, who who did who did Web two uh, promotions and advertising, and they had a, a good mint video, they had a good production IRL video, um, and they had the capability of doing both, right, and making making just killer content for Web three, and, and and putting it out, and it's and it's a scarce collection. There's only nineteen. 
there's only 1984 items in the collection uh, with 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 good art because um, they make a good PFP and they get good trades that everybody that um, generational that's in the spaces could rock uh, and build loyalty to uh, and they dropped right after reveal uh, down to I think you can pick one up today for a point zero four floor. Uh, but they got a they got a space tonight, so maybe they'll build some new hype. But uh, there's a, there's an active crowd in the Discord, so I'm still holding on to it. I haven't sold off. Yeah, no, it's uh, something that I'll have to look into for sure. The uh, the Valhalla, you know, I'd, I'd be curious to see if there's a bubble maps that's easily accessible where you could see, you know. If, a lot of wash trading is going on between look connected right wallets. But uh, CEO Papa, nice to see you, man. It's been a long time. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm at lunch right now. About to walk back into my office real quick. But um, I personally would beware of Valhalla. Everything he said, very very accurate from everything I have heard as well. Um, I also, one other opinion of it in general is an NFT is not necessary for what they're trying to do. It's just fundraising. So you do not, I don't see the value of the NFT ever holding ground. I see their company having a shot to do well and make money. I don't see it turning out well for anybody holding the actual NFT. Uh, This feels like a classic... Uh, let's get as much money out of these people as possible and let's dump it. That's my personal opinion. But yeah, I would beware on that one. It's a cool idea though. Cool project. Art's cool. But yeah, I just, I don't, I don't see the value. I wonder what, I wonder what the pitch is with these Web2 companies that come in and crowdfund um, when they get that initial like, hey, have you thought about NFTs? Have you thought about doing a, a Kickstarter slash uh, funding? And I wonder if any time during that process, do they step back and say, well, well, what are these people? What do we owe these people? And I wonder how, how that that brief is by that NFT degen that that's recruiting um, and bring in some of these these Web2 projects on, on board. I, I know these people. The answer is a zero. Thanks for your money. We appreciate you giving us your money. Uh, good luck with your lives. Uh, but again, we, we'll have another NFT to try to get more money out of you shortly. Don't you worry. We will keep taking your money as much as you will give us. They give absolute zero Fs, and it's their job to give zero Fs. They are a public, most of them are public companies that come on board, this or that. Their job is not for you because you're not a real shareholder because it's not a security as of yet. But yeah, beware. Hey, uh, thanks so much for this conversation. I got to jump on to another call, but uh, I'll be uh, definitely around on the next one. Uh, boys, thanks so much. Yeah, cheers, Pops. Thanks for coming by. Love you for us. Love you, Mac. You guys have a great day. It's nice uh, talking with you, Sailor. Sorry, literally, just jump on and just totally. Oh no, you're good. Shit all That's over. That's what this is for. Ball, ball, 
<laughs> give it a real opinion. I I just uh, it's because uh, I'm holding 1984, so it's the same same art style. I just I've uh, got that feeling. It's just not. I just don't see where the value is. I don't see why you need to hold the NFT. And that's what I always, you know, you start asking yourself, why do you need to hold this NFT? Why would this NFT go up in value? And there's only one prod. There's only like two projects or three projects right now that uh, there's a reason you need to hold that NFT to get that value. Otherwise, it's a tough one. And, tough and I've, one seen, seen, I've seen those like like I'm monitoring right now. There's one called NFT Venues. Um, that's that's roadmap is promising royalties from the, the, the bar and hospitality industry that they're going to open up. Um, the other one was I, I did the ECTA portal Bali buy the NFT invest in the, uh, Bali land, which Bali is inexpensive, uh, as it is, but okay, cool. I'll see how these tokenomics work Buy the NFT, grab the token tokens will be used to buy merch, whatever on the Island redeem it for uh island currency um that hasn't minted out yet uh all these great ideas have not picked up the steam or hype uh or minted out but it's going to be hard for them to deliver that when it comes legality uh and when they got to stand in front and justify that it's a security at that point there's so much execution execution risk in all of these Especially ones that are like saying they're going to build bars and things <laughs> like what? Right, it, it, it's it sold me like the, the hype was there. It's like cool bars in Argentina. This looks pretty cool. I get it, Argentina. Like there's that forest. I know you read uh, Tim Ferriss. He's got it in his book. It's one of the cheaper places to build. Forest but... is going to Argentina in like two weeks. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm literally moving next week. It, it, and it's a cheap place. It's a cheap place to build. Uh, and then that's the facts of it. And that's why, um, that's why they're, they're going after these locations. Bali's another one. It's a, another cheap place to build. You can Airbnb for what, 500 bucks for, for two weeks. So buying the NFT on a time resort kind of makes sense. Like I, someone can execute that with, um, with ground, ground level funds. Yeah. It's actually interesting. I, you know, I have a good friend who's, uh, into construction i wonder if there's any opportunity there but yeah it'd, it'd be very scary you know those are like huge huge projects to undertake and most of them don't work out you know and <laughs> most of them don't have the proper teams in place to execute them and they sound like fun and they sound cool and great and decentralized land ownership great but it's when it comes down to it it's like very complicated and just laws aren't really set up in place yet especially from like land ownership of like imagine having a bunch of people who own a piece of land and it like half of it is like foreign investment and you don't even know who's giving you these tokens I'm, i was listening to the recent up only and they're talking about you know regulation man the stuff going on in regulation is so complicated. Apparently, even if you give someone in the States $600, you're supposed to get like their social insurance number and you're supposed to get like all sorts of information from them. So imagine when you're dealing with people on the internet and you're like calling them freaking 
whatever forest like what a stupid name is that he doesn't even put two r's you know imagine that you you don't you don't know who these people are where this money's coming from and so when you try to raise like maybe a million ten million dollars to get something of real value done it gets complicated like even one of the projects that i launched friend forest like we we raised enough money to help plant twenty thousand trees but man we put in so much time and energy and now we just have people who are pissed at us because they spent like 20 bucks on a on a nft that's now worth two bucks you know or five bucks and like yeah i i feel bad and that sucks but i've been there so many times and the worst part about it is how much time that i spell trying to do that you know like i the thing with that project is we wanted to just give back to the environment and we did we got 20,000 trees planted what do we do next it makes it tough you know we we didn't raise a lot of money and don't have a motivated team but uh but yeah we we get doing giveaways and you know giving back value through whitelist spots and different things but most of these projects unfortunately don't have a number that only goes up and when the number doesn't only go up, well, you become the enemy and you become hated. And uh, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But I don't know how I got there. I started rambling. Um, I, I've got to let you guys know that my phone is on the cutting edge of dying. But Suarez, I'd love to hear from you. Say hi and what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, yeah, I was listening in the background. I, I've been getting crazy amount of work calls but uh none, nonetheless i just wanted to say hi um number one can everybody hear me because i know i'm working off my phone mic yes sir crispy clean cool uh and then i i know in the u.s like you said you, you were talking about like gifts um you can you can give up gift up to sixteen thousand dollars uh to anybody in the u.s uh without tax to your yourself um so that's, that'd be tax free but yeah above six hundred dollars uh, you would have to claim uh, as taxable income on, on your side. So it depends which one you are, if you're the, the, the receiver or uh, the sender um, on that side. Um, but that's neither here nor there. The reason why I came up to talk to was um, I was just curious because I, I keep hearing the sentiment across the board. Like everybody just keeps saying, you know, hold in, survive. That's kind of the motto for the digital collectibles, NFTs. What do you guys think it potentially might be the things that we need to keep an eye on or or, our ear to to um to the space for like i guess when the next potential bull run comes in like when we went from crypto to the nfts obviously everybody on twitter started realizing like oh the new pfps are changing and these these monkey pictures people are picking up let's you know get into that and pick that up obviously just being here you'll you'll kind of see a wave of stuff happening. So that'll give you the forefront to be able to like front run, I guess, you know, the exit liquidity or the people coming into the space. Cause I, I don't want exit liquidity. I want people coming into the space and who are going to stay. Cause you know, I went into the space, you know, thinking I was going to become a millionaire. I'm not there yet <laughs> still working that, but uh, I stayed cause like it's cool ass people doing cool ass shit. And um, you know, it's, I think it's the future. So just, uh, thoughts and what people were thinking there. I think, yeah. uh, go for it, sailor. Go, go, go. Uh, I think, I think preserving the, the mystique and, 
um, the value of the Genesis collection and all of us in the space now, uh, we're all gonna we're all gonna filter back to our most prominent communities, and it'll probably be a little bit of tribalism. Um, but for that next bull run, um, utility-based partnerships with Web two, uh, I see Web two coming in and, and picking up stronger communities and using it as a marketing arm, just like kind of like Euritos did. Um, right. So Doritos comes out and dumps money from advertising uh, right into NFTs, uses us to, um, rock their PFT, PFPs, talk to people. They can not now change their logo if they cho chose to from the jug to the bones, uh, logo. And I don't know if they're going to do that. Maybe they will. Um, but the web two is needing to come in, integrate within the communities, maybe, buy up half the NFTs just for giveaways or, or whatever, but assist in, in the building. But I think preserving the Genesis collections and the ones, because it's going to be hard to keep coming up with 10,000 PFPs um, at the onboarding speed because it's just not practical. We're just going to keep switching. Uh, like you like guys said, said, playing hot potato and trading liquidity amongst ourselves. Um and I don't know what that looks like. Maybe it looks like a maybe it looks like a fifty thousand drop. And I've, I, I know everybody's always going for unlimited. But if you had a strong um, OG holders that are in the space now, and we all got in on fifty thousand, and then when the next wave comes, and we bring in five percent, ten percent of the population, well, that that fifty thousand collection that most of us are in the space holding two or three, that would probably be a strong community and presence all over all social medias so all right I went, I went off topic there no i think i think uh yeah utilizing the existing ip could be an interesting move so finding strong ip that can really be used to build brands around is uh pretty cool and i think we've recently seen that with pudgy penguins and the way they're merchandising and and building out and you've seen leadership come in and really revive that. But CEO Papa, what are you thinking? What's the next wave? What's the alpha you've got? Was the question the next wave or when? Suarez, do you want to clarify? <laughs> I say both. Yeah, I'll, I thought I'll he clarify. Was, yeah. <laughs> now I was asking mainly like, what, what do you think uh, would, would I guess, uh, how everybody keeps saying, you know, stay in the market, stay here, you know, survive that, that whole sentiment. Um, so I guess to, to clarify the question, what should we keep an eye to um, in the current, I guess, ecosystem to in your, in obviously everybody's opinion, because they're all opinions um, that could potentially bring on the next wave or, you know, I don't like the word onboarding either, but like onboarding of people. Like I, I one thing that I think of is just like, um, all the sound NFTs, the music NFTs, like people aren't talking too much about that. But, you know, just like we went from crypto to digital collectibles, NFTs, you know, maybe the next category is, you know, uh, music NFTs or whatever it may be, or brand ambassadors, like, you know, Sailor was talking about, um, you know, I'm just, just kind of spitballing there. Okay. I'm I, I think I understand your question a little bit better. Um, the only thing that would bring mass people in at this point 
would be gaming uh, and gaming NFTs, stuff along related to gamers. My opinion, um, 10K PFPs are dead. Uh, they will never come back again. Um, AI has gotten way too good. I think if you're an artist, you should be focusing probably on smaller collections, more one-on-one stuff. I think there's going to be a lot of value there. Um, when? What would I do right now? I would sell every single NFT I own because it's probably going to be worthless. Um, I do hold a lot of NFTs that are fairly valuable as I say that, but my gut tells me I should sell absolutely everything because I think they're probably going to zero. Um, I happen to like some of the art and some of the communities that I vibe with. So I'll probably still hold, um, the only community that I have any kind of bullish sentiment sentiment on at all uh, is purely a flyer that they will give me enough free shit that I won't care about all the money I'm losing when I cash out whatever they give me for free, uh, i.e. Yuga. I'm a fan of Yuga strictly because of how much stuff they've just given me for free that I can turn around and sell. Um yeah, I think a lot of this, I think a lot of a lot of them is in trouble. I don't know what would bring mass adoption in except people not even knowing that it's an NFT. And even if they own an NFT and don't realize they own an NFT, I don't know if it's going to bring value to the overall NFT market. Uh, I think it's going to stay very niche. Um, I don't think I would say ninety five percent of the public care. Um, and they don't want to care. And I don't think they need to. Uh, I would be wary of music personally. I, music's been to re-educate a customer on it is very, very difficult. I think it's really cool, though, that like an artist can release an NFT and get their own money directly to them. Kind of like being an independent artist. I think it's pretty cool. Um, I like the idea of a lot of it. I just think a lot of it's it's a it's a long way from getting to certain places like mass adoption. Um, and I think the pandemic and the chip shortage and all that really slowing down the hardware uh, moving forward really screwed the metaverse having any shot at becoming like uh, more mass appeal. And it's just been a huge, huge trickle down effect with how far behind everything has fallen. So I think, I think we got a long time before we're going to get bullish again. I, I am not very positive on price on anything. There's a good happy story for you today. I mean, it's not, honestly, it's a really good take, Sia Papa. Uh, I, I feel the same way about gaming being the next thing. And, on, and uh, people, I don't think it's going to make our PFP values go up. I think you're 100% right. Uh, the PFP game is, is a niche game. But it, I think it's given a lot of us, you know, new opportunities. And uh, speaking for myself, really, it's given me new opportunities, and it has really opened up. Uh, you know, I was worried that I was going to be stuck in logistics the rest of my life, and then I lost that job, and then I was like, "Great, I have to apply to more logistics jobs." And I was like, "Wait, no, I I've been like in Web three, you know, in this community for so long. Like, it's time to try and do something, I guess." And so I started trying and it's, it's worked out really well, but I'm not going to get rich from that. I mean, not like the PFP 50 X is overnight, but 
I think it'll pay off in the long run. Uh, Moody Marv said something to me yesterday that, uh, what was it? It was uh, opportunities, opportunities evolve as you get involved. And I think because we're here, uh, and back to Suarez's question, like because we're here, we get to pay attention. We just have to know what we're looking at when we're looking at it when it is the the next leg up signal or whatever it is like everybody was commentating saying oh reddit nfts are are going to be the next big thing and and i saw some mark that today that said something like five million nfts have been minted uh through reddit nfts uh and that, i mean things are pretty much still the same here so i don't know <laughs> sailor go for it yeah i just like Token proof. I think that's the the best app that that's come out of Web three, and it's the most underutilized application that most of these projects are are not taken full advantage of. Um, and I, 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 I know I, I I'm talking about a fifty to hundred thousand drop. I know everybody's probably cringy when I say that, but doing like festivals such as like a Lollapalooza, buying up land doing like an old school Woodstock getting all the influencers bands together using the token proof and then having airdrops to different concerts that you could put in your token proof wallet and or transfer and sell so people had concert tickets or had event festival tickets um, would be something that would drive up um, it wouldn't obviously mass adoption at that point but it would and it would appeal to everybody that's that's in the space um, doing something like that. I can comment on that. Uh, I, the only concern I have for that is you would have to attract Web3 people to that event, or at least people who were savvy enough to receive an airdrop and know what to do with it, right? Uh, and I, I've tried to explain a hardware wallet to some friends. It's weird. <laughs> they They look at me like, like I'm speaking another language because I kind of am. Uh, so I, I'm still concerned about UX and well, this kind of brings us back to the beginning when we were talking about MetaMask versus phantom wallets. Uh, I have no experience with phantom wallets, but everything that I hear about it is that, that it does have better UX. It is more user-friendly. And I, yeah, that's, I think we have to fix that too before any kind of mass adoption happens. I, th- I think we're starting to get there because you're seeing more 2FA applications making their way onto um web two. That's true. You do see more like you should sign up for Google Authenticator if you want to be the most secure, whatever it says. Right. And that's that's just another building block for the that user experience to get into blockchain and and why that even that authenticator is important. Um but yeah yeah I'm 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 super bullish on on token proof and the capabilities for it and every which way direction to build IRL using uh, tokens. And I'm just going to say tokens on NFTs. Yeah, because we have to remember that NFTs are just a small niche of the wider cryptocurrency universe. Um, if anybody else has anything to say, go for it. Forrest's phone died, so I'm ready to roll out. If y'all are... Uh, if not, I'm happy to let the conversation roll for another few more minutes, too. Going once, going twice. I was waiting for her. I'm back, I'm back. I'm back. I, will, I handled, I, I work so much, actually, over here. It's, um, I believe it. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I was listening to you guys, so it's good. I was uh, basically giving out money to um, to the people that I that I work with. Um, anyway, yeah, they they had a lot of money that they didn't know, and I was just saying like, hey, you guys have a shit ton of dollars. Here's a thousand dollars. Here's two thousand. Here's five hundred. And and it, and it hurts me because none of it is for me, but uh, but it's not meant to be for me. So it it is what it is. Um, God, where were we? Oh, I, I guess pops left. I was going to tell him about the the youths that he wanted and uh, how to get into the the Phantom Order and all that. Yeah, I think he I was guess... looking to figure out how to get onto Magic Eden or something. I'm not really sure what it was. Yeah, he he looks like a young whippersnapper, but he's actually 46. Oh yeah, he's he's gone around the block a few times. That's just his age showing. Like, hey, what what do I do with this? Yelling at the wind and stuff. Now you know what? I think I think it's I think we can close it up. Mackie, thank you for doing this, brother. I uh, I appreciate you. Like, you're the best. You're beautiful. Yeah, thanks for soul. sharing your time. That's that's Absolutely, all. I, man. That's all I can ask for. Yeah, appreciate I, the spaces. I look forward to more of these. Oh, and Suarez. Sorry, I wasn't able to meet you in, in Miami, Matt. I saw you were vibing out. You were there during the day. I was I was there at nighttime. Um, next year, we're going back. Uh, we'll try to be there a lot more. It's just I am from Florida, and I, so I'm just perpetually like late to everything. And traffic was just complete shit. But I saw the pictures, bro. I saw I kept up with your journey. I saw that you, you know, were having an issue with your e-bike. That was definitely the smartest thing to bring that. Your family's beautiful. It looks like you had a good time. So I I do hope you go out there next year. Nah, appreciate it, Mijo. Yeah, if you're in New York, I'll definitely be there for uh, NFT NYC. So, um, and yeah, it it was it was I, I've been to I used to live in Florida for a couple of years, but uh, um, I haven't been there in oof, like eight eight maybe longer years. But uh, yeah, it was it was a great time. Unfortunately, we didn't meet, but there'll definitely be more times. I know I'm going to be around for a while, so we'll make it happen. I appreciate you. That electric bike, though, that's the alpha right there. You could, I could, I hope you could beat some of that Miami bridge traffic. I heard not like way too much about because man, ugh. But okay, guys. Oh, before I forget, I am going to VCon uh, this year. I'm, I might buy a ticket for ETH Denver just the flight. I'm, I'm like on the fence about it. But if y'all are looking to meet up in either of those places, do not hesitate to reach out to me. And on that note, I'm going to play us out. Thanks for coming, everybody. Uh, we're off the rest of the year. We're going to rebrand from Squad Space. We're changing our name to Building Blocks. Uh, that's some some alpha for those who don't know. We've been doing Squad Space for a year. CEO Papa uh, knows Pancake Squad was the origin of the name. That's where in Squad Space doesn't really mean anything. Doesn't convey anything to people who are flipping through the quote unquote channels. So, so we thought we could lean into the whole learning Web three together by by changing the name. But appreciate y'all. And uh, I'll play us out. And if we don't talk, happy holidays. And uh, think about the new year. Think about last year. Look forward, look backward, and just keep on going. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening to this episode of Building Blocks. If you liked what you heard, don't hesitate to keep a discussion going on Twitter with any of the people who spoke during the show. Remember, you can join us live on Tuesdays in our Twitter spaces. And maybe you'll find yourself on the podcast one day. So please, tune in next time so that we can continue building ourselves one block at a time.